150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fifth Seal, number 35. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do where I count down from 50 to number one on the World Watch list, which is the top 50 countries where Christians endure the worst persecution around the world. Uh, we count down throughout from January to October. We count down from 50 to number 31, and November being Persecuted Church Awareness Month. We count down one every single day from 30 to number one, bringing you stories of persecution from around the world, and then prayer points of each of the countries on that watch list from 50 to one to ways we can pray for our brothers and sisters around the world and just continue to be aware of the things that are happening uh, to our brothers and sisters around the world. So today we are at number 35. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump in uh, with a couple of stories of persecution. The first one, um, not really a story about persecution, but this was from the 3rd of August, International Christian Concern. Uh, the 3rd of August marks the five-year anniversary of the invasion of the Islamic State into the Nineveh Governorate. The militants first entered Sinjar, home of the Yazidis, where they killed the men and enslaved the women into sexual slavery. Just a few days later, the extremists moved into Quirikosh, which is the largest Christian city in Iraq. ISIS's genocide against religious minorities was nearly successful. Pre-2002 estimates show that Christians numbered nearly 1.5 million Post-ISIS estimates indicate that there is less than 250,000 now live in Iraq. Nearly 3,000 Yazidi women remain missing. ISIS, Iraq declared ISIS defeated two years ago, yet very little progress has, achieved, has been achieved at rebuilding those communities who suffered genocide. Nearly no reconstruction, reconstruction efforts have begun in Sinjar, while the Christian areas have achieved while the Christian areas have achieved notable reconstruction markers, uh, corruption combined with the lack of security and infrastructure has discouraged many from returning. In the terms of traditional justice, some progress has finally been made through a UNITAD task force. Mass graves are being exhumed and methods of dispensing justice toward ISIS militants is under discussion. Yet the investigation and recommendations have been slow. Meanwhile, other human rights abusers have, been to, have taken advantage of the absence of law and have taken their place in Nineveh. Many of these are militants who constantly harass and abuse religious minorities. So again, uh, the IMN uh, movement started with ISIS in the city of Mosul as they marked the homes of Christians with the N for Nazarene. So as they moved through and... Uh, so continue to, to pray for our brothers and sisters in Iraq and in Syria, these areas that were uh, very much uh, affected by ISIS during that time period. Pray for their uh, reconstruction and that Christians can return to their homes. Uh, this also from International Christian Concern. 
uh, has, International Christian Concern has learned that on Thursday evening, August 1st, Fulani militants ambushed and shot three young men, all members of the Baptist Church in Ancha Village in Miango District in Nigeria's Plateau State. The three men were serving as part of a community volunteer watch. Thankfully, all three survived. However, they all suffered gunshot wounds and had to be admitted to the local hospital. The three survivors, Ekore Joseph, 19, Nuhu Ishaya, 21, and Achi Danjuma, 22, shared their story with International Christian Concern. Ekore began, quote, We had gone on patrol earlier that day and had left the, my mobile phone battery to be recharged in the next village, so I asked my friends to come with me to go and get it. On our way back from picking it up, we were walking and talking when all of a sudden sporadic gunshots erupted from the corn farms. I turned to flee. It was as I fled that a bullet hit me, unquote. A quarry was shot in his right shoulder. After fleeing, the three men hid from their attackers until they felt it was safe. Corroborating the incident, Nuhu Ishaya said, quote, We tried to hide as secure as we could. They searched for a while, but they didn't locate us, and they went away. We were bleeding. We eventually ran to the nearest village and told the villagers what happened to us, unquote. Nuhu was shot twice, once on the left wrist and once on his upper thigh. Achi Janjuma, the third survivor, recalled that they had been talking about a previous attack that took place in the village of Huke, where they were returning from. As they discussed it, they were then attacked themselves. He explained, quote, The militants recently killed some boys in Huke village. If it was a memory of that attack that came upon us, and we became uneasy as we talked about it along the way, unquote. A bullet struck Achi in his right arm. Pastor of the local Baptist church, Reverend Nanchuat Lavin, lamented about the toll that the attacks have taken on his congregation. Yet he continues to look for God to intervene and bring them relief and peace. He said that after he learned about the attack, he called Nuhu Ishaya's cell phone. Someone else answered and eventually told the pastor that he was Fulani and that they were attacking the Irigwe, the major tribe in Miango, because they are pro pro proving stubborn by not letting the Fulani's cattle graze freely. Nathan Johnson, ICC's regional manager for Africa, said, quote, The attack is deeply concerning. Ancha Village is a small community that has suffered on numerous occasions. They lost 20 lives during attack in 2017 and have suffered several other smaller attacks since. I have personally prayed over these mass graves in Ancha and these attacks that these attacks have created. The Nigerian government must intervene, protect their citizens, and prosecute those who are killing wantonly, unquote. So Nigeria has been uh, just a massive uh, area this past year of attacks on Christians. I'm not sure the exact number, but I'm pretty sure we are well above 500 Christians that have lost their lives since the beginning of the year. There was nearly 300 in the first four months of the year alone. Christians who were killed throughout areas of Nigeria between the Fulani militants and Boko Haram uh, attacking Christians in their homes and in their villages and in their churches. So continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria as they endure persecution from the Fulani herdsmen and, the, uh, and Boko Haram mainly. Uh, brings us to the our country on the world watch list this uh, week. 
uh, number 35, which is Morocco. So a few um, facts about Morocco. Uh, region is in Africa. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is very high. The population of Morocco is 36,192,000, of which about 31,000 of those are Christian. So about 1% of the people in uh, Morocco are Christian. The main religion is Islam. Government is a constitutional monarchy. And the leader is King Mohammed VI. Uh, Profile of persecution, although Morocco is considered to be relatively tolerant, Christians suffer persecution from both the state and society. The state imposes acts of Christian persecution through restrictions on believers, such as confiscation of Christian materials written in Arabic, restrictions on evangelism, and difficulty securing places of worship for believers from a Muslim background. Radical Muslims within the general populace also put pressure on Christians in rural areas. Pressure from families and community can also be considerable. How Christians are suffering. A recurring problem for Christians who are open about their faith relates to Article 220 of the Moroccan Penal Code, which criminalizes shaking the faith of a Muslim. This law puts many Christians who talk to others about their faith at risk of criminal prosecution and arrest. Advocates for Christians' right. Christian rights have also been targeted for violent attack by Islamic militants. While the law only punishes, punishes proselytization, converts to Christianity can be punished in other ways, such as loss of inheritance rights and custody of their children. During World Watch List 2019 reporting period, converts from Islam to Christianity have been detained and questioned by the security services about their possessions of Bibles, as well as their contacts with foreign Christians. Converts from a Muslim background are often victims of physical or even sexual abuse at the hands of members of their extended family. At least one female convert has been forced to marry a Muslim man. In April 2018, a British Pentecostal pastor was refused entry into the country. Colin Dye is known as a teacher on the Arabic TV channel Kingdom Sat. So, prayer points from Morocco. Pray for an openness for Christians to be able to practice their faith in peace, even if they are from a Muslim background. Pray for Christians who have difficulty finding a church building that they would not be discouraged or lose their zeal for their church community. Pray for protection and peace for Christians who converted to, from Islam that they would not suffer the loss of loved ones or the status because of their faith. And pray that they, if they do suffer such losses, they will feel the presence and joy of God regarding the, regardless of the circumstances. And pray that tolerance and peace would increase in Morocco. So let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this, uh, this medium that we have, this uh, place we can come together through video and uh, news and so on for, through the internet, um, come together as brothers and sisters and lift up our, our, our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We thank you that, that you have provided this outlet for awareness about what is happening. And Lord, we pray that you, you draw more uh people into this uh, this group, this network, to continue to pray, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we lift up uh, those who are, uh, even now, wanting to return to their homes in, in Iraq and in Syria who have been displaced by the, the attacks and the, the, the horrible reign of ISIS over the five-year period that uh, but that they were active in that area, Lord. I pray that the, the governments would 
continue to, to take action against ISIS militants and who persecuted Christians, who drove Christians out of their home. Lord, I pray that, that uh, rebuilding efforts would be made and that these brothers and sisters will be able to return to their communities um, and return to their jobs and their livelihoods and, and ultimately return to their worship of you in these places, in these areas, Lord. We lift up our brothers and sisters who are enduring persecution in Nigeria because of their faith in you, Father. I pray that you would um, that you would bring justice to these these groups, these Fulani militant groups, and and Boko Haram. That that you would uh, that you would bring justice to those who are enslaved sexually, the women that are, have been kidnapped and, and enslaved in those areas. Lord, I pray that that you would bring justice upon these groups that are, are persecuting your followers and, and your children, Lord. Um, we pray that, that they would be protected and that they would continue to be bold for the gospel in these places. Um, Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Morocco. I pray for, I do pray for the Christians to be open to, to practice their faith there, that they would be bold in, in evangelism, even in the face of, of arrest and criminal prosecution for those things, that they would continue to, to preach your gospel and that you would use that to draw people to yourself. We pray for those that are, are looking for a place to worship you, Lord, that, that they would that regulations and restrictions would be lifted, that they would be able to use buildings in their areas to, to worship you, Lord. But if they can't, we pray that they would, they would find places in the open to, to lift up their praises to you and to uh, preach the word, to um, edify the saints in, the, in those areas, Lord, and that your church would continue to grow and thrive we pray for those Christians who convert from Islam. We pray that, that they would not lose family members, that, that you would even use them to draw more family members to yourself, Lord, but that they would not endure that persecution, that they would not be lose inheritance, that they would not lose family, that they would, uh, that they would be um, free to, to worship you even as they have left the false religion of Islam, Lord, and we do just pray that that tolerance and peace would increase there in Morocco, that f religious freedom would be something that our brothers and sisters would begin to, uh, uh, that they would begin to, to have that freedom there in those er in Morocco, Lord, that they would enjoy that uh, freedom to worship you as they will, um, and that in all of that, Lord, that you would receive glory for it's in your name and for your glory, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. So again, guys, thank you for coming in and being part of this. If you know anybody who would like to just join us uh, every other week throughout the year and then every day throughout the month of November, just to pray and lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted, invite them to come to the faith Facebook page, The Fifth Seal. Um, join that group. We'll get them added to that group. Uh, or come to the, the YouTube channel and like and subscribe. Hit the notification button so you can catch anything else uh, that is released on this YouTube channel and ultimately we just want to continue to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith and see God glorified through those men and women who are continuing to proclaim the gospel and, and stand firm in their faith even in the face of 
persecution and and ultimately death in many times that they're still willing to stand up and proclaim the name of Jesus. So if you would continue to invite your friends to come join us in, in this effort. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.